Good morning and wake up Springfield with Tim Jones. This is Bishop Davidson filling in for Tim. You are listening 933-560 AM. And we have a guest in studio with us, Christina Tonsink and Jason Schaefer. Christina is a school board member in Ozark. How long have you been a school board member? I just got elected this past April. Yeah, so it's been like uh, like six months, a little more than six months, I Two guess. Two or three months. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, man, I'm, I'm way off. So uh, tell us, though, a little bit before we get into what's been going down in Ozark, because there's this letter that the school board has released, basically uh, in no small way condemning you from interacting with your constituency is kind of the way that I read the situation. And we want to get into that, but I, I first want to just contextualize for those who are listening right now, what had caused you to run in the first place? Um, I, you know, I've, I've known you for some time. We, we went to church together many years ago. Um, now I, I'm, I'm wondering though, and then I've, you know, you've been kind of a stalwart within the conservative community throughout Southwest Missouri, I would say. But what caused you to throw your hat in the ring when it came to the Ozark School Board in the first place? Well, thanks for asking, Bishop, and thanks for having me on this morning. Yeah. Um, I've been a math teacher for 28 years, so I've always been involved and interested in education, mm-hmm. um, passionate in watching what's going on in my community, as you said. And just a couple of years ago, a group of parents noticed some things that didn't quite seem right with what was happening in, with the administration and seemed like the school board wasn't aware of it. And we worked for a long time to try to bring some awareness to that. Um, and I thought, we need somebody on the school board who's going to be willing to listen to those parents and represent them, represent their views, the taxpayers' views. Yeah. Well, and I, I think you're when i see your your literature what does it say it's transparency what are your is it education yeah. transparency and accountability yeah uh which i think is is what most folks it's not it's not real agenda driven right they just want <laughs> something uh that that's that's transparent and accountable and they want something that's focused on actually educating kids and not indoctrinating them in any fashion yes i mean there's not like a that's the funny part, and I'm I'm probably about as conservative as they come. But there's not a big agenda on the education front, except for just educating kids. Like that, <laughs> yes. that that's the yes, agenda. It's exactly. pretty pretty straightforward, exactly. pretty basic. Um, but we've seen a I think a, a a trend across the nation of these things becoming increasingly closed off to their constituents, or I think you guys say patrons. Yes, I think in the school board community. Yes. Um, and I, I think that's a, oh, I didn't mean go to go ahead. No, yeah. I, I think that's a tendency in human nature. Mm-hmm. If, if there's a group or even a single person, the best group or the best single person involved in leading something and they're isolated, mm-hmm. they don't hear any feedback from various perspectives, then they kind of tend to go a certain direction and don't realize if they get off track a little bit. We need that transparency. We need that accountability to hold us true to course, to Mm -hmm. the right course. And we need to hear what's going on. Yeah. And I think the school board has probably been one of the most, you know, historically insulated authorities that exists kind of in our society. I I feel like this was not a discussion 10 years ago. I felt like school board races weren't really hot. They weren't interesting. People weren't discussing them. But I, I also think that maybe we were a little more oriented towards education. I mean, as it turns back, retrospectively maybe i wish that we were more active in our <laughs> school boards for the last hundred years yes um but um but better late than never and now we're getting engaged and yes. people are concerned 
And I think it jostles the school board community in a sense because it's like, well, wait a second. We've always been free to sort of fly under the radar, and now there's some scrutiny that's going on. Yes, and not so much the school board itself, but maybe just the whole administration of the district. They're, I think they're used to being kind of isolated, like you said. I mean, how many of us went to school board meetings five mm-hmm. years ago, paid attention to what was being said, what was being done in the district? Yeah. So the administration is used to just doing its own thing, mm-hmm. and they're not used to parents wanting to have some say. Yeah, and so you had run sort of as a part of this engagement, right? There's this new agenda to engage with our our, our schools, to engage Good. with yes. the education Good. of our children. Uh, not a really firm, rigid agenda, an agenda that you'd think and no. hope that everyone could get behind, especially someone who's elected. Uh, what was your experience in, you know, in those first couple months? Not, not, not your most recent experience, mm-hmm. but what was a, what was your kind of initial experience after having been elected? Well, there's a lot to learn. Yeah. And it's a complex thing to try to figure out all of the intricacies of how mm-hmm. things work together and, and it's a large organization. That school district is the largest one, largest yeah. business corporation in Ozark, you yeah. know, they often say. Um, there's just a lot to take in and, a, and um, a lot to bring in to hear different ideas. My ideas and my questions are different, and they're not used to that. Mm-hmm. I mean, very few people are used to my ideas and my questions. But, but I think that working together with all the different perspectives you know iron sharpens iron i think it makes it better it improves the the final outcome is improved because of all those different perspectives yeah and i think that's a i like that iron sharpens iron i think that's a good a good sort of sentiment a good uh i guess what am i trying a disposition to go about it uh as you enter into it did you find that that sentiment was reciprocated do you think that there was sort of like a hey yeah you know this is a this isn't a bad thing at all this is you know, this is just an, another concerned patron who's sitting here and saying, hey, we're, we're just looking and hoping to bring more transparency in this process, and, and maybe she's right. We're happy to have her here. Or was there was there more reticence? I think there was more reticence. Christina, you just need to wait. You just need to listen and see how things are done. Just yeah. be quiet. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not very good at being quiet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And that, and honestly, that's I. <laughs> that after being elected, that that that's sort of reminiscent of, of my experience in the state legislature. There's a lot of, well, come on now, like just just sit 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 back and be quiet. And but I, we're we're elected to try and do something uh, almost I, often. I appreciate that. I understand how it is when you've been working with an organization for a long time, and then some new person comes in, and all of a sudden they have all these things that they want to change or suggest or something like that. And I understand that's not the way to accomplish mm-hmm. anything and you need to learn and figure out how things are going mm-hmm. but at the same time there needs to be a forum for there to be questions for under to seek understanding to be ideas presented well yeah we've got to contextualize what what your radical quote-unquote what your sort mm-hmm. of radical agenda is I, i'm not i'm not sure you were listening and learning Right? Yes, I've they, been going they, they, to school board meetings for over a year and a half. Yeah, and well, I've they, been writing letters and trying to contact. Yeah, and and, yes. and 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 not just that. The thing that that they're offended by is actually you listening and learning, like very literally. Like these are, I think there it's literally was a listening 
what it, it's like a listening like that's what you called it it wasn't yes. it wasn't a, it I was wasn't, having yeah. I was having listening sessions yeah <laughs> listening sessions like that literally was what if was I occurring could, yeah chime in here Christina I've known you now for what two years yes which from the first time I met you I was a brand new campaigner just learning the ropes of the whole political world meeting people you have been nothing but genuine the sweetest most humble down to earth person running for politics maybe that i've ever met because there's this whole you know kind of idea around the person that wants to run for office is there's a stereotype around those types of people and you are not any of them you don't meet any of those stereotypes i just read this letter in full while you guys were talking and one of the things i want to point out is that that letter it was signed by every other board member every other board member signed on the dotted line saying they agree with that. Even board members that would have previously, we would have thought wouldn't have, they they campaigned on being somebody that's like you. They campaigned on being somebody that's for the people, representing the people, trying to do good for the people. You were not claiming, that they were trying to make this sound like you were holding a independent board meeting. <laughs> That that was their problem, but you weren't doing that. You were holding a listening session. Hey, I'm a board member. Come and just share your thoughts with that's me exactly so I can right. better represent you. Exactly. In what world is that not okay for anybody that's an elected official? Mm-hmm. It doesn't make sense to me. Cass, thank you for your generous, your kindness comments. Absolutely. I appreciate that. But I want to say, in defense of some of them who may have signed it, it it's con. It's confusing. It's easy to be convinced if someone tells you, hey, she did this terrible thing, and they don't really know. You know, I think that's been the problem for many years with our different school boards. They're not aware of everything that's happening in the district, and so one person or a few people can just run the show. They're just used to getting their own way. They just say what what needs to be said to be convincing. I'm not trying to throw anybody under the bus, but, I mean, that's kind of what happens no and we'll we'll we're going to discuss more because i i think we're hitting on something we hit on something earlier about msba and just the way that that these school boards as a whole like function systematically backwards uh and so we'll discuss that we've got you for another segment i'm about to start singing uh guys welcome back to wake up springfield with tim jones this is state representative bishop davidson filling in last segment we had christina tonsing and jason schaefer in studio with us, Christina is a school board, newly elected school board member down in Ozark, uh, and within a few short months has just been reprimanded severely with a letter that uh, basically tries to, to throw her out in the cold for having a listening session. Um, if you'd read the letter, you thought that she was trying to have a hostile takeover or coup of the school board and determine how all kids in Ozark were going to be educated by herself, uh, singularly, singularly. Um, however, uh, that's not what the case was. Instead, she was trying to listen to constituents and commit to the constituents that had put her in that position that she would be there listening, and she was, she was doing exactly what she said she would do. I ran to be a voice for the parents. I thought I should, I should listen to them and hear what they have to say. I thought that was my duty to make myself available. If you want to come yeah. by and talk to me, I'll just I'll listen to what you yep. have to say. Let's Lit- read this this advertisement that you put out. Okay, <laughs> community. So this is the graphic that you put out. Yes. Community chat. 
Okay, you're not holding a school board meeting independently of the school board like they're trying to make it sound. No. Community chat. Share your thoughts with Christina Tonsing, newly elected school board member, which is what we all should want of our school board members. Uh, let me know how it's going with school. What are you really like about the district? What suggestions do you have to make it better? Anything you want to share gives the time and location. How dare you? <laughs> so, so she was then sent uh, a letter that basically said, and we're going to read a little part of it here because I, I'd like to hear your response. I know that you dug into some of the court cases cited here. You got to watch the legalese, guys. Always ask the hard questions. Don't take anything at face value. I've learned that in the legislature. Mm. You have to continue asking questions and go, well, wait, can you show me that statute? Yes. Wait, can you show me that court case? Wait, can I contextualize it? Let's make sure you're not cherry picking because oftentimes they are, especially in this instance, it's egregious. It says the Ozark Board of Education would like to address the fact that a board member is conducting individual town hall or group meetings with the public. First of all, they're not town halls. I, I wouldn't have a problem if they were town halls, but they're not town halls. <laughs> However, under Missouri law, individual board members have no authority outside official board meetings or unless a majority of the board votes. Well, you weren't claiming authority, thankfully, right? The Missouri Court of Appeals has stated that as follows. Unless otherwise authorized by the board, individual members are not empowered to act and cannot govern. Uh, Christina, were you trying to govern at these <laughs> listening sessions? Absolutely not. Okay. I have posted on my social media every single page of my website says I don't ever claim to speak for the board. I'm only speaking for myself. Yeah, uh, and, and and I think the most important piece is that you're literally not capable of governing. No. There's no quorum. Like, right. what, what, what does it mean to govern? It means to make decisions. Those decisions can't be made without a quorum. Accordingly, let it be known the Ozark School Board has not granted Christina Tonsing the authority to conduct any such meeting, and therefore all liability arising out of such meetings falls to her personally. These meetings or similar individual board meetings of any kind are not sanctioned by the Ozark Board of Education. Um, I don't think there's any claim by your ad here that this was an official school board meeting or sanctioned by uh, the School Board of Ozark. And then it lists a few recommendations uh, for better practice for receiving public input which is all very distant, right? Submit communications in writing directed to the superintendent or board president. Uh, provide avenues through public comment at board meetings, which gives you, I think, one or one to three minutes in a very limited... Now it's five, but now it used it's to five? be three. And okay. it has to be about something that's on the agenda. Yeah, and then, and then I don't know if this is the case there, but not everyone's actually allowed to talk about the same issue. If it's the same issue you want to discuss, only one representative is allowed to discuss that issue. Yes, doesn't matter if you guys don't know each other. If you're just, you know, all concerned parents, it doesn't matter. You guys have to get together in the back of the room and figure out who's the one person that will talk, even if you don't know them from Adam. About some item on the agenda that was published 24 hours in advance. Yes. Uh, so, so that's the great avenue that they're talking about. And number two, uh, three, conduct district organized town hall meetings. I think that sounds fair. I'd, I'd love to see more of those. And you use other means that are part of the district's official, pre-planned, and legally compliant community engagement process. So the implication here is that what you were doing was illegal. And they cite this Colombo versus Bufford or Buford case from 1996. Um, but remember, listeners, if you get a letter like this or you get an issue like this or you see something like this, always ask, well, what is the statute? What is the court case? What is this court case? What does it actually say? Actually, it's a case that was before the Missouri Appeals Court. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't just a lower division court. It was an appeals court decision. And and actually, the whole entire case was about 
whether some board members got together and talked with each other in the public and whether that broke the Sunshine Law. And that sentence that was lifted out of context actually was part of a paragraph supporting the fact that that was allowed. Yeah. The, the whole case was, you, you can do that as a board Literally, member. Literally, the court case was supporting yes. listening sessions, yes. community chats. Yeah. Well, like, getting it, together even at social parties and talking sure. about school business. Yes. Yeah. And that sentence, the next very next sentence after it in the paragraph said, thus, since there was no power to govern or anything like that happening, then what they did was perfectly fine. So that sentence was proving that it was fine for them to do that. Yeah, unless otherwise authorized by the board, individual members are not empowered to act and cannot govern, and therefore are able to, to go and do a community chat. Exactly. And therefore are able to have a listening exactly. session, and they are able to run into each other at a social gathering or the grocery store exactly. and discuss school business. Exactly, and I think that's a perfect example. There were several teachers who got together and published a website, saveozarkschools.org, mm-hmm. and they published on that website different stories of, that they had experienced where things had been told about them that weren't true or that were twisted or distorted. Yeah. I think this is just another example of that same thing. There's one sentence that is lifted and twisted to sort of imply something's illegal yeah. when actually that's not true at all yeah yeah Cass I know that you were a little bit shocked by all of this uh, as we're like yeah. get, kind of discussing it and getting into the letter and all yeah uh so I haven't been in politics for as long as a lot of you because I'm 24 and I just graduated <laughs> college in 2020 but I feel like I've gotten to drink from a fire hose over the last couple of years learning from people like Congressman Burleson and the state representatives that have taken the time to teach me things and um, allow me to tag along and learn from their experiences, which I've been very grateful for. But I still, all the time, get shocked every time (laughs) I find out a new way that our government is absolutely ridiculous, right? Every so often, one of you guys who's an elected official tells me some experience you've had that enrages me, right? And it just, it reminds me why I, I... wake up every morning before 5 a.m. to come into the hmm. station and make sure that I am assisting in the effort to put public information out there on the free market, free radio waves, right? This That's is why so we need radio. This is why we need uh, the ability for the American people to hear directly from you guys in a way that's accessible because this is the kind of thing that inspires people to get involved and inspires people to be reformers of government because if you leave things like this unchecked, then it just turns into this big ball of corruption that snowballs and becomes unbearable. And it's, it, and it, then you have things, it just, it's, it's a mountain, right? <laughs> it, 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 they can grow into mountains that seem impossible to overcome. And so what I've learned from this is, you know, you guys went on a campaign trail like any other elected official. You spoke to the people, you went to meetings, you went to groups and spoke to them and gave your pitch as to why you are the best representative for them, the people to hire you. The school board, the district did not hire you. The right. the voters right. are the ones who right. hired you with their vote. And they're our boss. Yes. And so the fact that you are putting yourself in a place of being held accountable by the people that elected you and hired you seems completely logical and completely reasonable. And so for the bishop was telling me that, you know, you guys are told from day one that this is a this is all school boards that you're told from day one that you're a representative of the district to the people. That is not true. (laughs) Fundamentally down, isn't it? Yes. And so if you too, uh, because this was the whole reason 
honestly, for bringing Christine on. It wasn't just to talk about your particular issue, which I think needs to be heard, needs to be discussed. It's also to talk generally. Because if you two are shocked like Cass, I'm, I'm here to tell you. I've only been in politics for, for two and a half, three years now. Um, get used to it. This is the <laughs> default. This is, you know, this is the bend of, of all government power. It and has that cycle needs it. to be broken. It needs to be broken. Well, it, and it, and it happens and it's broken over and over again. It, it, it's not something that I think can just be broken. It's a conversation that has to happen on an ongoing, continual basis. Government's tendency and authority and power's tendency yes. is to try and squelch minority views. Yes. It's to try and silence people. It's to try and operate in the darkness. That's it. It's, it's, it, it naturally bends towards that, and, it, and the only way to combat it is to elect individuals uh, who are committed to listening sessions, right? Who are committed <laughs> to transparency, who are committed to opening up that dialogue and that conversation. But then the second thing that you can do is, is make sure that when you see little papers like this, these little letters, that you, you dig a little bit deeper than just taking it at face value. Because this case that they're citing, it literally is the opposite. It advocates the opposite. This is the case that I would use if I were your attorney to defend what you're doing, mm-hmm. not to attack what you're doing. And the fact that they had the audacity uh, to lift that out, that cherry-picked line, it's either an incompetence or it's a bold-faced lie, and both of those are pretty bad options. Yes. And so we really appreciate you coming on, Christina, though. But Thank go you, ahead. Bishop. I was just going to say, it's not really about me. Mm-hmm. It's that, in Ozark's specific example, that's happened with several different people. Representative Gregg has yeah. seen it. Yeah. It happened in the administration. Alderman Schaefer has seen it happen with the administration. The parents have seen it. Multiple teachers have seen it. It seems like, I don't know if it's the attorney, I I don't want to say there's guilty board members at all. I think they just don't know. We're just not aware that there's more. Look underneath and see what the truth is. No, no, I hope that among our listeners are school board members. Yes. There's not a reason that we have to buy into this system, and usually it's a system that's inherited, right? It's a system that's kind of top-down. It's told to you here. Half the superintendents don't, I don't think, are completely familiar with this system. It goes goes into even darker halls. It's not necessarily what's going on locally, but locally is where we can stop the situation. And locally is where we can seize authority again for the people people and the patrons of the district. So thank you so much for coming on. Uh, Music is playing. Cass is uh, promptly trying to get us off there. Thank you so much for having me. Thank thank you you so much. Thank you, Christina. Thank you, Jason, for being here. Uh, We will be right back after this short break.